There's a few different holidays this week, but only two I give a rat's ass about, and one of them is Comic Book Day. (laughs) And if you're here, if you're listening, if it is Comic Book Day, that, my friends, means it's time for the one, the only, U.S. Comics Cast. That's right. And if that other stuff was true, that whole <laughs> list of stuff, holidays, only two I care about, one's Comic Book Day, you are listening to U.S. Comic Cast, that means the host with the most not named Beetlejuice is here, <laughs> yes. the one, the only, the CEO of U.S. Comics, John Falcon Crest Rivera. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of people didn't know my middle name was Falcon Crest. <laughs> and I am joined this week... As every week by the COO of U.S. Comics, the snoochie to my booches, the motherfucking time to my Morris Day. I think I want to know ya, know ya. He's the boo-boo kitty fuck that just made you feel the cup. Charlie Rivera. What's up, sucker? Nang. <laughs> what oh, the yeah. fuck is the podcast? Uh, <laughs> what's going on, dude? Uh, dude, I am so giddy excited for what we are on the precipice of seeing <sighs> right now. I am just like a ball of, albeit <laughs> nervous energy, uh, I am so anxious to get my tush into that heated <laughs> reclining seat of the cinema and see my long-awaited Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot. I, I cannot think, fucking wait. Is this the first time we have simultaneously been excited about a reboot? <laughs> about anything? They did it. They well, figured it out. Look, the it's, thing. it's clever. The Thing reboot wound Ob- up being dope. <laughs> Obviously, clever wordplay because it is by no stretch a reboot of any kind. It's just a <laughs> cleverly worded sequel. kind of a sequel. rehash if, yeah. if the trailer is to be believed. It's you just know all what? those scenes again, but you, somehow better. You really can't use rehash in your marketing strategy nowadays because e- people either think they're getting a salty, delicious breakfast food. Or they think they're getting something that will get them lifted out of the fucking Which theaters. is apparently a huge plot point, and they made it to a real product. <laughs> really? So one day, mm. just fully expect U.S. Comics the cereal, U.S. <laughs> Comics the toilet I paper. I know what Charlie's getting for Christmas. U.S. Comics the flamethrower. The kids <laughs> love this one. Back in the studio once again, the CEO is gracing me with his presence. That's true. I am gracing uh, It is a special delight. I had And Grace like, is Charlie's middle name. <laughs> it's For true. those that are wondering. And also Leslie. It's Grace <laughs> Leslie. Uh, it's hyphenated. My allergies punched me square in the jaw mm. at the beginning of a three-day weekend. And I spent yeah, the you entire three days. Oh, that's evil. <laughs> evil and rude. Uh, just sucking down soup <laughs> and, and, and hoping for a demise. But uh. I'm feeling better. Hopefully I don't sound too, too weird. Uh, but we're here. No reboots more than usual. around the corner. Uh, I'm genuinely. Uh, I can't wait. That. It's I'm giddy excited wait. for something that's low pressure. Mm. Uh, I did see Joker. Holy crap! Yeah, huh? Just it's magnificent. It's on it's, my to do list. It's a, what's very funny is I I got to endure the lovely like. I'm cool if people don't agree with me. I I, I genuinely yeah, like one to would hear, think you're used to it. But. I, rude, rude <laughs> and evil. Uh, I genuinely like to hear other people's thoughts, not necessarily to to reevaluate my own. But there are just certain times you can tell people are like, "Yeah, that's not a real joke." Shut up! Shut 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 your mouth! Shut up! You couldn't tell by the trailer. I mean, that this I wasn't, haven't. I haven't like, heard the green. Literally, anybody's have the audacity, Dude, to speak ill against the movie. Work with our company. Actually, I, I take it back. People that work for our company are like, meh, fine. The meh. only the only Ugh. person I've ever, I I have heard speak ill of this iteration, um, himself played Joker just <laughs> with terrible tattoos, and oh, uh, he was. He oh, was that's hurts. Oh, he was salty like the Atlantic boy. Holy he cow. He had a real option to be classy. <laughs> and he went, you know what? Fuck him. Oh, he should have been. You know what he should have pushed yeah, for? Yeah, some some people need to reserve the right to not answer questions. Yeah, like here's man. the thing. I I understand the compulsion when somebody puts a microphone in your face like this green one that's <laughs> all up in my business. Um 
when somebody, you know, if you're if you're going to take the high road in a particular given situation and say, you know what, I'm just going to not going to say anything at all because I as you as you aforementioned, I'm not particularly pleased by this turn of events uh, to put it in proper uh, proper uh, king's language. Um but clearly somebody asked him what he thought and it's like he was just freaking waiting. He had it he, he had it loaded. Like his neck started going back and forth like he was an extra on two two seven. He was ready to go, boy. If you wanna know what he thinks about them this movie and yeah. him not being in it, Jared Leto just go ahead and ask him. You, you know what's funny though? It's that's one of those things where if he was so desperate to play that character again, mm. know who he should have reached out to? CW. Or the Batman. Or, or the <laughs> or yeah, he should have. Batman would just punch him in the throat again. Because <laughs> um, there is, I think there's meat on that bone somewhere, just not in the cinema. Mm. You tried, man. You mean, what do you, you mean? Tried. There's meat on the bone of him playing the part? That weird Joker, uh, I could absolutely see a, an episode of see, Batwoman. He, here's the thing. It's like, to, to insert him... The own, literally the only place that he could have been reinserted into, uh, or or w- within that role, and have it make any kind of given sense, uh, given what what they're doing with their cinematic universe, is is to plop him into Crisis on Infinite Earths. Hundred percent. Plop him in there. I mean, they are literally dr- raking the Hudson right now. For anyone who was ever in a caper cow the f- involved with DC, they're like, oh, let's just slap this guy. Kevin you know, I, I forwarded you that picture. Out of cartoons? Yeah, yeah. out of cartoon world. My chubby Robin Holy is back, cow. baby. That's like that, their, Ace. their version Ace the of, uh, of the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. They were like, uh, yeah, we've had a million <laughs> versions um, you know, all over TV. And, and you know what? You're going to see all of them. Um, so that that's pretty exciting. So so there's a lot of there's a lot of neat things going on right now. It's actually kind of hard, you know, unless you're unless your head's on a swivel like you're playing defense. Um, it's 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 hard to keep your eyes on eye on everything. You kind of have nowadays. It you have really to really is pick and choose. Glorious, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a good time, man. It's there's there's nothing better than feeling like overwhelmed with what's going on. Uh, I I what are your feelings on the X-Men. This isn't my topic, but just real quick. I feel like they're pretty tasty, but they're not very <laughs> filling. Rude. And uh, you really just want some more X-Men uh, like gentlemen. an hour later. The, the mutants are being <laughs> eaten by my brother. Uh, it's just me uh, and I'll Juggernaut. Like <laughs> and then, what are the, the troll? No, what are they called? Smurfs. I saw a little kid with his face just covered in blue, but there was no blue food anywhere. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, he chowed down on a Smurf. It's possible. I or no doubt he mind. was choking to death. Could not get air, and you just pointed your finger, laughed, and his little stupid face. I feel genuinely awful for X Men fans, fan, fans, <laughs> X Men fans, uh, X Men fans right now who don't have a decent budget. Uh, I read a couple of the X books, and they are just changing everything. Oh yeah, and it yeah. feels as confusing as New Fifty Two, well, but people seem to love it. Well, I mean, there, there's the big X news that that came across my, um, you know, showed up on my radar was kind of that inevitability. Uh, that inevitability of the you know the storylines, kind of all going the same way. It's it's um you know and bear with me because this is a little bit around the way to get back to the point. But you know how naysayers of the Else Worlds type stories that involve one of our all time favorite Superman is that well no matter what situation you put this character in. By the last page, he just always ends up being Superman. Yeah, and as if that's a negative. And to my, to my way of thinking, oh, I'm, like, I'm like, amazing story. Like that's cool, cool, cool. that's kind of like you know, it's kind of the point is that this person will be true to themselves regardless of the circumstance. You know, it, he's it's not dependent on yeah. on on situations he's or happenstance or luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's probably going to do it smiling. <laughs> um, but in any case, in that same way, like the flip side of that coin. Uh, Marvel is now, in essence, saying no matter what the situation, no matter what, uh, uh, whatever they do in the positive, uh, no matter what kind of uh, um, you know mutant on mutant action you're gonna flip the pages to, inevitably, mutant kind is not gonna win. <laughs> Humankind wins out, and they were like just in black and white. They're like, no, it's not gonna happen. 
I, I realize that you can grow extra fingers at will, and you've got that mutant ability, and congratulations to you. You're a wonderful piano player because of it. But you know what? Mutants are not going to win. It's over. Giant robots. Who's not even the that? That's giant the that's robot the other business. Um, wasn't it a, a Shorty McShorts a lot? I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> you're. I understand. It was not a real question. I, yeah, I, I do appreciate the real answer. <laughs> I was like, uh, Tyrion like, did it. This duh. will be cute. Like, oh, Tyrion did the the giant <laughs> gnome from fucking Thor. Yeah, he, that's exactly right. He forged he forged them in his little iron with his iron fists. Poor uh, guy. Oh man, imagine being stuck on a planet by yourself like that, and you don't, you can't even masturbate. No, like oh, the poor. I no want to. He's such an angry dwarf. Th- jumped myself into that. You must star be a South Pole North. 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 What are we gonna do tonight, <laughs> Pinky? <laughs> North. North. <laughs> I hate your guts. New format of the show is <laughs> as John drills on himself <laughs> in true yeah. Pinky fashion. New format of the show. We each get twenty five minutes to dub. Pitch our tale, tell our story, do what we got to do this week, John. You are on deck. Yes. Are you mentally prepared? Oh, I to am potentially prepared. steal oh. the kids. Of I have showed up to the SAT with two sharpened pencils and sitting next to the person that I plan on cheating <laughs> off of. I am ready. Oh, those are number fours. Sorry. Oh, that's unfortunate. Take it away, John. Ah, uh, yes. So, in the style. In the in the fashion of two great tastes that taste great together, and I apologize for you, Mister Allergy, that will send you straight to the hospital, if not the morgue. But like peanut butter and jelly, so good, so delicious. Turns out jelly on its own sucks. By the <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, no, it's just garbage. I wouldn't even bother, really. Um, and 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 it actually, uh, it I had it on the brain. Because of our upcoming uh, viewer uh, viewership of Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot, um, I had Kevin Smith. I was thinking about my man, was checking his post, seeing what was going on, seeing how many more hundreds of pounds he's lost. He looks he's like great. thinner now than freaking Muse. He looks 28. Um, he looks like a yeah, toddler. It's unbelievable. He's a bald yeah, baby. He's like wearing actual clothes again. I'm like. I haven't seen you in a hockey jersey since you actually played hockey. But still the George, baby. Still yeah. the George. Still the George. Got to give him that. Him and Cena, last two George <laughs> standing. So, um, so yeah, so I started kind of fishing around, uh, just to kind of see what was going uh, going on in a uh, Kevin Smith world, and I received the reminder. This also goes back to I love the look that Charlie's giving me right now, being in studio and having the actual look of the fuck is he going to talk about, <laughs> um. Uh, if Kevin Smith shows up and pisses myself, <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, uh, the the way we were talking about, like sometimes there is so much going on at any particular given moment that even things that will give you a full on semi, like full chub, you know, uh, um, filling the cup, indeed, um, go by the way, you know, go they they escape your attention somehow or another. They you know they 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 pull. Um, you know, they, 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 they pull a fuzzy britches that go right through the freaking wall. And before you know it, you wake up and, you know, the freaking guy's gone. He's out of the jail cell. Um, I had actually. That's a reference. I had, yeah, that was a pull, the deep pull. Um, I have Stephen King also is on, on the other side of my mind. Him and Kev. Um, I had actually forgotten. And I received a marvelous reminder that Kevin Smith himself is actually show running and executive yes. producing. Yes. He Demon. to the freaking man. And, and the, you know, they're just recently the pe- people were asking about it because obviously this is, you know, his time, time, uh, um, time to shine, doing a lot of interviews and he's getting around and somebody had the wherewithal to say, hey, you know what? John's stupid. And he probably forgot if he even noticed in the first place. So. Tell us a little bit about you know the upcoming He-Man project and when are we going to see some art and it's a it's an expected anime style He-Man uh, a reboot. Well, it's a continuation, um, and and that's that's exactly Which what I was going to say. So it's a reboot in the sense that it's it's back now and it's done in a different way, but it's a pickup and continuation. Of the storylines that were left like, off. Yeah. Oh my woo. god. Can you imagine? That's going to be like two episodes. 
I feel like Netflix should put just them on ridiculously you early, uh. just so you could sit Indian style in your drawers, <laughs> eating cereal out the box. Yeah. So so uh, and again, uh, credit where credits due. Um, you know, this was on Twitter, which is his, you know, his uh, his format it's of Kevin of Smith's choice. bathhouse. It's his this <laughs> is mountain to shout from, uh, from the rooftops. Um, they they straight up asked him if we were gonna see, uh, or hear rather. If Jay Muse was gonna gonna oh make his appearance, God. and you know, in typical uh, Kev, Kev <laughs> fashion, yeah, that that would be dynamite, actually. And he was like, "Yeah, well, I, you know, he's 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 definitely gonna end up being a voice in there. He ain't gonna be Orko, but uh, you know, <laughs> I'll get him in there someplace. He seems like more like a stinkor to me, which is is pretty dynamite." Um, but I got so like little kid excited, and it's funny too because growing up as a I, th- I, I this came up on uh, a buddy of our a friend of our, a friend of the show and uh, uh, a partial sponsor for for us uh, Sergeant Finesse on Facebook Gaming. Who rock? Um, there were some heated conversations going on today uh, during his stream, but um, one of the things that uh, one of the things that indeed came up was kind of like the the breakdown generationally, and uh, you know I I found through through a little Google search. Um, I I don't fall comfortably into uh, either of the two big groups. I'm not really a millennial, certainly, and uh, I'm not uh, a Gen Xer. I'm a, I'm a, like a, older than that. I'll kill you. I will <laughs> kill you where you're sitting, and they will have to use this episode for like evidence for Exhibit what's, A. What's the generation that like I'm, they went to the mountains and they had tins and they got golds? <laughs> To start, what was the well, you know? It's uh, really funny. Trail. What's you really live funny through Oregon is Trail. that you actually so. don't know what they're called. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna the put guys, a big fuck you I, to you. I, How about that? Are they the guys who <laughs> fucked up the environment? Was that <laughs> no? I'm, I'm clearly part I'm, of that <laughs> little mini, uh, ten year group. That it's like we're too young for any of this shit to really be our fault. What's an iPhone? But we're we're too old for any of the stuff that's truly annoying, like avocado toast and living in basements, shit like that. Like we're that's not that's not yeah, what that's we're into too. Not you. Yeah. So it was a, we have like a ten year faultless window, which I'm very comfortable in. But just judgy fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. A generation fuck. I get to be judgy as I fucking want, but on the same token, also as well as I get to love goofy, ridiculous shit, including an overly muzzled, apparently straight <laughs> hero type guy who runs around Eternia in fuzzy underpants. And, uh, you know, and, and damn it, I do. I love the man. I love him. Batman puts on more. <laughs> he man takes shit off. Yeah. I don't need this pink shirt. <laughs> I've got this huge sword. Uh, you don't have to guess anymore, baby. I have the powers. What he yells before he comes on the stage, number two. Mm-hmm. Welcome, he man. That's right, ladies and fellas. Get your singles ready. <laughs> he, he comes out on the cat. It's a glitter bomb. <laughs> I have the power. I I I just I love. The ridiculous. I mean, did your generation next or whatever we're gonna call you? <laughs> did that fuck? have anything to do with he man? <laughs> was that a, was there a point there? Or are you just being like <laughs> environmental problems ain't my fault, yo? <laughs> I mean, most it's mostly the it's not our fault. I mean, that could be that if, if the entire generation gets a tombstone, that's what the epitaph is gonna <laughs> not be. Our fault. It's not our fault. Uh, we didn't Sh- do much to help. Shoulders up in the we in didn't the- make it worse. Whatever, whatever. Your your Nash your theme for your generation is <laughs> Is that is that the Larry David? It was my theme? take. That's well, right, a stuffy nose, Larry David. <laughs> uh, you know what I love about the the new He Man coming out? They're doing like a massive launch. That toy line's never gone away. They no. have monetized He Man from Jump Street Someone and they never has, yeah. backed up. What's really cool is uh, they came to my attention with their newest line because simultaneously to the new He-Man line, they're doing a Masters of the WWE Universe line, right? Which right. reimagines like Undertaker as Skeletor's cousin, <laughs> um, John Cena's He-Man, Jorts and all. Whoa. What's really cool though is, do you remember? This is a little bit of a departure, but I'll get back on track. I promise. <laughs> do you remember how you used to take apart GI Joes to make them cooler? Absolutely. So there'd be like that's a really like the only practical use 
for for eyeglass uh, screwdrivers. Baby little screwdrivers. Like, so ooh, yeah. My favorite thing you used to do is you used to take, like, cobras that had dumb masks <laughs> right. and just give them, like, Joe heads. Mm-hmm. So it would be like if you had nine dukes. You didn't have nine dukes. You had regular duke. That's right. You had blue cobra uniform duke. That's right. You had underwater duke. You had my cousin Duke. Uh, it was all. There was just Duke bodies without heads. Let me tell As you about my best friend. Nothing Duke. sadder than the amount of GI Joes I traded with kind of poor kids, uh, <laughs> where I'd give them like two for one, but it would be a Duke body with like a random cobra head. It didn't match. The neck was blue. Like what the hell? Oh, that was Duke when he uh, went to a GI Joe Halloween party. Exactly right. And I got like all these great cuz I was just giving them to you to take <laughs> apart and like reassemble. Uh I wound up with the coolest GI Joe army. That you're had wel- uniforms. You're very welcome. Yeah, I thank you. Uh the He-Man toys though come apart. The oh, torso yeah, yeah. separates, they the pop, arm separates, yeah. and you can mix and match with the the WWE Universe uh, ones, the the Masters of the WWE Universe. So they're clearly going full tilt. This new cartoon. Well, I mean, anytime you have a, a toy line that that has you know um, given birth to the cartoon and to a mythos and to a comic book, and you know that entire. I mean. Um, there's a series. Uh, you actually, Netflix really should be sponsoring our show because um, we we're we're they uh, have money. promoting them all. The, yeah, and they apparently just give money out for no reason at all. Um, but um, they have an excellent uh, a series called "The Toys That Made Us," and by the toys that made us, they're clearly talking about my aforementioned Xennial generation, that ten year window. That are poor. That's what they're. That's what. That's, that's what my group is called. Xennial. That sounds like an Xennial made it up. Well, that is. You know what? That is one of the the Cobra ships. It's a giant circle, which we call it the <laughs> the Snake Pod. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. G.I. Joe had the, the worst names, or did the He Man? Okay, so we got this character. He looks like a giant skunk. And uh, we got this uh, liquid that we're going to come out of his ass. and he's Someone's wife walking out of the bed. kitchen and be like, that, uh, those things stink. <laughs> done. Nailed. Move on. We're done. Go to production. <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, oh, but, but yeah, no, he may have the, the worst things of all time. <laughs> it was just, it was, but it's exciting. There's something weird about nostalgia goggles when it comes to 2019 because we're not as limited as we used to be. Because I, I I don't know if you could really sit down and watch a two-hour mini-marathon of He-Man cartoons, could you? I mean, I did. <laughs> did you the really? The second that it popped up streaming, I was like, and this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life until it's over. But do you, you watch and you're like, this holds up. Or are you watching it like, little kid me is shitting his pants. Yeah. There's no commercials. I don't have to worry about the next cartoon well, coming out. You know what's, what's really funny? For me, it would be like SWAT Cat. For <laughs> you, it would be like an, uh, an old-timey... Wordless with Tom and Jerry was Tom and Jerry a thing? First you of all, up? Tom and Jerry had some of the best music. They fight. They fight. They fight. They, oh no, that was The Simpsons. Tom and Which, Jerry, by the way, now been out long enough. It sucks now. <laughs> they just they just stop talking about stuff that's relevant to you. Like I, now, I moved on. If I could time travel, I wouldn't make myself rich. I would screw with people who thought Tom and Jerry was too violent. <laughs> like here's Mortal Kombat. Go have your head explode. You I mean, go back and watch like any of the original cartoons. They are just like I think one of the one of the very first Disney cartoons is literally dancing skeletons in a graveyard. Like, oh, look, you look are, at us. You are petro- I'm I'm scared of this right now, literally. What do you want out of the He Man movie? You're uh, getting a that new it series exists. that's gonna look ridiculous. I mean that that poor movie. Has been in development hell. I mean, to I just it, hope it's secretly you can't a sequel say to it's Dolph development hell. You you it's more so like if Dante's Inferno is the reference point, it's it's in development the seventh layer <laughs> of development hell because it has been all over. You know, it started to get exciting when when you start to get like current casting notices and things like that, and then just just very recently, like nope, just kidding about that. That person was shooting to the moon for no, no earthly reason. Literally, He Man's been in development so long. The first casting choice for He Man was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like they were like this young up and comer. Oh, <laughs> uh, he has the film Terminator. Let's put this on ice forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you talk <laughs> about Arnold and Ice? <laughs> ice to see you. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, but like, are you petrified they're going to make the movie serious? Because Kevin Smith's 
He-Man can have action. Well, but it can't be. It's not. Gonna I be. mean, it's going to be a well, sequel. To certainly, them. if they're, and I'm not if because there's a guy called Man-E Faces. <laughs> they specifically said it's a continuation of the storylines. Those storylines were campy as the day is fucking long. Um, What's what I love about hearing some of the stories is they even very specifically found key angles. Because sure. He-Man was like the first cartoon to be like zooming on his calves, <laughs> like it's the weirdest. Well, if you look also at also they uh, with a, with a given He-Man episode, probably I, I want to be generous. Was like <laughs> I was gonna say there's generously twenty percent of it is stock. Animation that He-Man you see runs. in He-Man every transforms. episode, and and you know with that layering, Prince Adam looks like a pansy with, with the with the exact same haircut. I mean, when when people try to say that Clark Kent is a bad a bad disguise, just let me take Prince off my Adam's real like, quick. hold my pink shirt for me real quick. He's even wearing the same type of fuzzy britches that He Man wears, just a different color. Like, come I, uh, on, man. I genuinely think that he. Uh, same with Superman. I think it's so weird to see a demigod. It would just be strange to see a naked man in fuzzy bottoms <laughs> with nine abs. That's I distracting. Mean, he is just who's looking He-Man in the face? Yeah, and Prince Adam is like um, Tila. My eyes are up here. I just love that Prince Adam also yoked. Oh He's yeah, just in super yeah. stretchy clothes. Oh yeah, he did. He didn't even transform. His hair changes color, doesn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Why did I think Prince Adam was like a blonde? No, blonde? because that would be slightly <laughs> logical. And you know what? Oh, I we're not fucking redoing these face animations. I love it. I don't give a damn. Doesn't he carry the sword too, as Prince Adam? No, no, he doesn't carry the Where sword. Where does he whip it out of? You know what? Don't worry about that, man. My, <laughs> is it like? Look, is can it like can like my hi- man have a private moment? Is for it once? like Highlander, where it's just like somehow it's there? It's there when he needs it, bro. All right. <laughs> I uh I have a weird relationship with He Man because He Man was always <laughs> whoa, that, whoa, like, whoa. On sexually today, me and on He-Man. a very special U.S. comics. Guy. I just stare at He Man cartoons <laughs> and and <laughs> I don't even know how to <laughs> oh, say God. it without being vulgar. I'm afraid where that's gonna go. Uh, it was never a cartoon I watched. What? What? It was on the USA Cartoon Express technically. <laughs> But it was before it. That was like a 5 a.m. cartoon. <laughs> well, so I would catch like like the credits, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Orc looks stupid. Uh, First of I, all, it's Orco. It's <laughs> who's Orc? Is that just the random cave troll? I think you're, t- you're talking about Robin Williams, maybe <laughs> Mork from Work. Oh yeah, more. That was good. That was some good thing. stuff for you, Zennials, to enjoy. <laughs> Nine spinoffs of Happy Whatever. Days. Cool, cool, cool. Which was a spinoff of like Mrs. Hogarth. Some nonsense that only turds know. You're a turd. How dare you? But uh, it was it was this thing I knew existed. I I knew it more as the toy line, and it was cool yeah, cause, because like they were like the indestructible. S- that's why. So when you <laughs> when you were drooling with a whopping ass, four points of articulation. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, five. I guess the got the job done, baby. That did you feel that was the most progressive toy line of all time, though? Right, well before oh, Target so. was like. No, there's no boys' toys and girl toys. They're all just toys. Oh, He-Man, yeah, yeah. anyone could feel uncomfortable buying. Well, <laughs> the skunk had all the abs. Are you looking for a toy to make you instantly question your sexuality? <laughs> Do we've got the toy for you? I wonder if there's like a, a shooting percentage for boys <laughs> who walked in like, I like cowboys, and I like, what's this? Instantly, like, oh, I'm this- here for GI Joe, aircraft carrier boy. <laughs> I'll take him. Like, did you grow a mustache? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It is the late 40s. I've also what grown a come pants out? mustache. <laughs> That's actually what the little tuft of fucking fur was. That was oh like, no, <laughs> that was all. Those of- were not underpants. That was He Man's fur kini. Do you think there was some like pervert girl with a Barbie and He Man? Like he's short, but look at those abs. <laughs> well, well, you know what? He part, got over. part of part of He Man's original line uh, was indeed Tila. Oh, so who was to combat Barbie? Right? They gave her like hair, hair. No, no. Tila was a was um was a molded hair. She actually had like a she had like a real serious lady bun. Oh, so uh, going on. But um, they they did find that. You know that they were buying He-Man figures like they were not, they were not 
specifically, you know, because you had um, you had the sorceress, you had Tila, you had Evelyn, which is maybe the best, the best punish name out of all of them. Could we trust Evelyn? Was Evelyn like a buddy, or was she Evelyn? She her. Her fucking name is Evil In. What a bunch what of... What a dumb dumb... It's that is a straight-up like, Oracle move on your part. You, I was clearly... I don't know he, man. I, I, she said I can trust her. Oracle. Her name is Evil Lynn. But that's the... You little like, fool. These characters who get these names, at some point, a parent was like, I'll call you Skeletor. Or Skeletor like Bob. So his <laughs> face got melted off. Be like, Bob and the Heroes of Eternia. Doesn't have the same freaking ring. Listen... He had the other half of the power sword. They, they never really addressed that on the cartoon. That's the one thing <laughs> that was just that from, like, really the free steamed comic my claims. Um, well, well, they at, at one point no, they I have had, a staff. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my absolute favorite part about uh, the he- whole He Man cartoon. I'll be back, but then he <laughs> definitely doesn't come back because the bitch from Friends my ruined it. Absolute, absolute favorite thing was not the the. The first person point of view punch that He Man throws on the screen that absolutely every afternoon without fail, I sold that move for my man He Man. Like we were center stage and WWF WrestleMania. I'm like, oh, He Man knocked my ass. I used to get punched over the coffee <laughs> table onto the couch, not once in a while, not occasionally, every afternoon mom can confirm it i used to go flying through the air like a little bitch i used to sell that move every day no jabroni here son um but but that that even being said my my uh sincerest favorite uh part of, of the the whole fucking thing um was the fact that these stories that they they used to carry week to week and that was that was really the best part about it is you it did episodic. not want you did not want to miss an episode of He Man because otherwise you'd come back to the come back to the table and not know what the hell was going on and there was a lot of stuff going on so really to to kind of go way 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 back to the original point was I was super excited not just that Kevin Smith was involved because he's the master but the way that he was going about it he was not. You know, re- reimagining it. Uh, he was not, you know, shaping it for a new audience. Blah blah. blah. He was like, "Hey, you kn- remember when you were worried about what was going on in Eternia? Let me let me break it down for you right now." I was so excited. Also, the fact that Skeletor used to straight up diss his henchmen so hard, <laughs> so hard. Oh my God! It wasn't like, "Well, guys, we gave it the Ocala try." He man and his buddies, they really took it to us. No, it was like. You morons! He used to rip him apart on the regular basis. It was the best, just the best. <laughs> so he was like the first cool bully. Oh my god, he was—he used to straight up like roast the people on his squad before Comedy Central even thought uh, that it was a good idea. Skeletor is actually Patrice oh, O'Neill just dropping <laughs> bombs. Skeletor was the unnamed member of the Rat Pack. He used to hang out with all the boys. He used to be at the Sands. And uh, that's probably what happened. He got stuck out in the desert. Uh, he got separated from the pack. His whole face melted off. He didn't have anything, so he's, his abs got balls. shredded out. And uh, exactly right. He's like, what would Dean Martin say right now? <laughs> I, it's a, it's such a fun, odd property. And, again, this is one of those rare times where them rehashing, I don't think, bothers anyone. No, I haven't no, read one story, and because people despise when stuff is is rebooted the kind of wrong way, Absolutely. the prayer is always like just make it connect, even and if the, it stinks. And by wrong way, it that that is um, the translation of that. Google translates that to not the way I would have done it. Yeah. That's the truth of it. Because even when something is is quote unquote rebooted in a brilliant way, there's going to be some. Mouth breathers like man, I don't like that. Skeletor and He-Man are clearly in love. Skeletor should have a mustache. Shut the fuck up. 
Also, though, can we like have a picture of Skeletor the mustache? Because that sounds yeah, yeah. sick. Well, I mean, when when he was just a prince, just walking around like with, a Van Dutch, without without the the skull face, he did indeed have a mustache. If you want, because what is that? Mattel, Mattel holds that. License? That is Mattel. Yeah, Mattel is so that is good from at their beginning job. to end. Mattel's oh, it's baby. Mattel? It's only ever been. They came up with a toy line. They were like, hmm. What's Conan? This? Let's do that. Well, well, for the most part, yeah. They tried yeah. to get the Conan license, right? Uh, I, that I, I don't think so because Conan. T-Man, what is best in life? Conan Selling is- toys. <laughs> selling accessories. <laughs> to hear the lamentations of the wallets. <laughs> <laughs> to have cringe turn into a wild animal and rip people apart. That's um, the other thing. His pet didn't really go through a massive transformation. Course, what are you a, talking about? From a Crint Jor was a little bitch, and he turned into a straight savage. Oh my god! Now was he? Crint Jor was like the prehistoric. Crint Yeah, so he's he, the me of he kind of <laughs> he kind of called his shot. Like, oh yeah, I'm in deep trouble. I hope Crint comes and saves me. Crint like, nah, son. You fucking name me cringe or you really think I'm going to run and save the day? No, I'm going to I'm Scooby doing this motherfucker and I'm running the <laughs> other way. But as Battle Cat, oh, it was on like Donkey Kong. I mean, he had that cool helmet. He had a helmet. Sold separately. Had a big ass diesel uh, uh, saddle. Was there and, was there a He-Man toy? Was there a Master of the Universe toy mm. that you always wanted that you never got? Ooh. Like the slime pit. Bat face, you know what? Bat hand. I gotta tell you, the God's honest truth. <laughs> you just had them all. I feel you like spoiled every because <laughs> you're a millennial. Every <laughs> man figure I wanted, I got. It was to the point where you're like, yeah, I you've got He Man, of course, but now I need a I, I need, need Aqua He Man battle action oh! damage He Man. That, my friend, is the time. What the hell kind of cringe or song was that? I'll replace it with like. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Yeah, that's good. Make me look dummy. Oh, he man. <laughs> oh, 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 he man. Remember that crazy commercial they did? It's like he man and Skeletor were like dance breaking, and it was the live actors. That I don't. I do not remember that, dude. It was amazing. I might the, try to cut in that the, audio. The, the best, <laughs> the best non he man cartoon thing that I've ever seen and I'm including Dolph Longman's movie was Skeletor's appearance on on freaking on uh, Adult Swim because he is an absolute Adult Swim megastar. He's just the best. Him and all <laughs> the villains. Uh you guys know the drill. Go to our social media. It's all at US Comics HQ. Tell us what you think. Tell us your favorite He-Man toy. Uh yell at John for having them all. Or even She-Ra. She-Ra. She's the same. <laughs> Was that not the theme? Mm, no, 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 no. It felt like the theme. Yeah. It just felt like the theme. Just so you know, I didn't what I say know. that it was wrong. <laughs> all right, I just said that you were wrong. That that what? I, but all yeah, right, that's right. Uh, so I uh, I I have a rule, right? When I write down my topics, when I write down the stuff I can cover, obviously, if you cover it first, I'm not going to be like twenty five more minutes. <laughs> also, I don't keep them; they get thrown in the trash. I say, nope, there's new week. It's a new it's a yeah, new week. There's, new there's more going on. Maybe one day we'll be able to expand the show, but until then, too bad, so sad. No. Until Netflix comes through with their money. Oh my god, then we're on fifty one times a day. You can stream it all live. <laughs> I have to though. Yes. This isn't this is I didn't break the rule. I'm not doubling back. But I have to talk about storytelling. Okay. So 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 my topic is storytelling, and I'm going to put it through a very specific lens. Hmm. All right. So this is going to sound like it was my B topic for last week. It's not, because I'm I'm livid again. Still I'm angry? livid again. Oh my god! Not because Walking Dead has talked about movies now for five years, <laughs> and we ain't seen one. Not because they're talking about the new Walking Dead spinoff. Not because it's going to take forever for He Man to hit Netflix. Not because I still don't know about the new Ghostbuster cartoon, but John, what are your feelings on on competition? I think competition is swell. What should it do? I think that it should wake up early in the morning before I do and make me breakfast so that I wake up to that smell. It's a very what do you specific. Mean? Uh, well, no, comp competition. Like when you're what? asking what should it do, 
I translate into the why is competition important? Sure. And competition is important. At least my my way of looking at it is, without competition, one can stagnate. One can get like kind of very 100%. self satisfied and not grow, not improve. Competition prevents that from happening. Do we get the Joker if Justice League was a huge hit? Uh, if everyone said certainly not, this is beautiful this and iteration. perfect, right? If if that stuff was picked up, what happened? Marvel's making all the money. Mm. DC says we got to do something. Sure, we want some of that money. Well, what's the expression? Iron strengthens iron. I don't. I don't know what the expression I've is. I've never heard that expression in my life. <laughs> iron hardens iron. Iron something. <laughs> it exists. You are you are making this shit up as you go along. Yes. Uh, so, World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. The the biggest wrestling company in the world. Uh-huh. For years, there have been people trying to compete since Vince McMahon Jr. took the company over from his dad, mm. and he ended the territory sure. scene. There was WCW. And how? Right? Came and went. 52 weeks, it was number one. I'm then it in got, the wrestling business. Then it got murdered. That was pretty solid. Thank you, thank you. Uh, then there was companies like New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's been around forever, doing its own thing. NOAA, TNA, Ring of Honor, all trying. There was MTV had a wrestling show, Wrestling Society X. There was the UWF, one oh of the God, worst things ever. Tons and tons of companies have come a- and gone. Slowly but surely, though, these these independent companies were getting more and more attention. They were doing more. The, the stories were, were more engaging. The action was more exciting. Mm. Finally, from the ashes of a character named uh, uh, Stardust, <laughs> Cody Rhodes asked for his release from the WWE a few years ago. He goes on the indie scene as a B-plus player at best. Sure. Changes everything. They start. He joins a group in New Japan called the Bullet Club that had been tearing it up for years and years. Tons mm-hmm. of shirts. Too sweet in Madra. Too sweet. They then form the the a company called All Elite Wrestling, kind of off the backbone of the Bullet Club and a YouTube show called Being the Elite. Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. Now this is this is vaguely comic book related because DC wound up doing art with them. And sure. AEW advertises in some sure, really cool sure, books. Sure. There's one fantastic issue of uh, Batman that's out now. There's a page where he's like kind of dropping a random bad guy on his knee. The full page advertisement to the next to it is Cody Rhodes stretching out his brother Dustin uh, nice. in a very similar pose. It's not identical, but it's enough that all the comic and wrestling kind of crossover fans sure. nerded out. So what do you do if this company comes out? That's it's not more popular because not as many people are watching it or know about it yet, Mm -hmm. but it's making huge waves for being creatively great. What do you do? You 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 try to pull your cart out in front. So they move this this kind of third brand that WWE has called NXT. They move it to the same time slot and same day as AEW. Right. Uh, people are calling it the Wednesday Night Wars. Comic Book Day is also AEW Day <laughs> and NXT Day for me. People flipping back and forth between TNT and USA to watch these two programs. Sure. If you're Vince McMahon, if you're the WWE, what do you have to do with your storytelling? Mind you, I know wrestling is it's anime for rednecks. I saw someone had a sign huh. that said that that made me giggle. It's never been considered fine art. But if you're Vince McMahon, if you're the guy who gets to make the decisions, mm. what do you make sure your show is week to week? Well, I mean, I, I, ideally, knowing that you're putting your show, that, that you have uh, a new kid on the block that you're absolutely going to get the comparisons with. And the comparisons can go either way. Either they're being compared to you or you're being compared to them. Um, you know, you've got to make sure that you're well, th- that 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 you're winning that war. I mean, you've got to come out on top because at that point, and I realize that it's not, that it's of the three brands that uh, WWE puts out there that it's the the newest one, um, and and you know, kind of like I've I've looked at it as a uh, 
as a casual wrestling fan, I've really looked at the NXT brand as the the best one that WWE was putting out. The but, most but, exciting, sir. But only because NXT is the closest of the three brands that they have that's that's com- comparative to to the indie scene. You know, you you took me. Yeah. Um uh, you took me to to a Ring of Honor show many years ago, and I was like an instant addiction, you know. And this, you know, uh, as an exennial, um, <laughs> you know, I come from the eighties. Yeah, I mean, wrestling was and, uh, put up your dukes. huge. It was huge, huge. These characters were, they were part of the the you know the daily vernacular. Like grandmas knew who Hulk Hogan was. You know those theme songs. They they were you could have. You, if you heard him on the radio, like you knew exactly <laughs> who the hell toe. was supposed to walk he in. He is a honky tonk man. <laughs> it really is. He's not. He's there's no false advertising there. Um, but what happened was, and, and I think you know through like the '90s Attitude Era and um, the war, so to speak, with some of the other competitors, um, WCW, you know, being being probably uh, the top amongst them, um, the they kind of got shaped for the the time. And um, that was all well and good, but like you like you mentioned, with success, um, with nobody pushing at your boundaries, with nobody kicking your gates, you get very self-satisfied, and things kind of go into cruise control. And before you know it, you're just re you know re retre- you know retreading, recovering the same ground. And I think for a long, long time, that's exactly what it did. And if there's anything. That's going on. That's exciting, you know. Right now, and and again, in, in my casual uh, standing, um, most of the wrestling that I watch, I watch on YouTube. 100%. You know, I watch particular moments. I watch particular matches because, you know, they are freaking excitement. And 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 granted, you know, everybody knows. Spoiler alert for anybody who's not aware that the the outcome of the wrestling match. Is predetermined. They, they know unless you're wrestling Andre the Giant, <laughs> you know going in if you're gonna win or you're gonna lose. Um, but that, but but that aside, these guys are the athletes amongst athletes, you know, the guys and and women, because women's wrestling has taken oh, a galactic leap uh, forward. It's unfrickin' believable. I mean, when you look back, you know, going back to the quote unquote Attitude Era, era. Um, that was a <laughs> that was a little slip of the tongue there. <laughs> um, you know the the ladies division. I mean, they it was really like a bikini show. You know, it yeah, was, it, it was. It became you know it, it there wasn't much wrestling. Mass, yeah, uh, matches exactly right. But, Not a lot of wrestling but, involved. So so you have this this young kid nipping at your your heels. Given it's far away, they've both said like neither's competition because there's such different scales. Mm. Raw is still pulling in millions and millions. AEW, it's it's only been it, October second it came out. Yeah, so they're they're brand new still. John, the absolute idiocy going on with that show since Wednesday to now. I was hot on it last week that I wanted to talk about it. They took arguably their best character. They have a character called the Fiend. You're talking it's about like, um. You're talking about uh, which show? WWE. Oh. Uh, they had a pay-per-view Hell in the Cell. Uh-huh. Uh, the Fiend versus the current champ. The Fiend's like a uh, he's like a serial killer. He wears this like mask that looks like it's skin pulled over his head. He looks kind of like Lobo, giant gnarly teeth. This like rubber mask. His other character is Bray Wyatt, who's like Mister Rogers if he like recorded from hell. Mm. It's the weirdest, greatest thing ever. Somehow it manages to be the number one thing. In wrestling today, John, they called off the match in the Hell in the Cell. Last, Why? Because Bray Wyatt got too beat up. The Fiend, this monster, got so beat up, the ref threw it out. Huh. And then WWE, in their in their cowardice, in their uh, egocentric way, didn't even address it the next Monday. I'm not even going to complain about that. I mean, not for unless anything, we double but... Back. but- is there some and and again, uh, this is this is coming from my, yeah, my yeah, layman please. status. No, that's why I thought it would be interesting. Is it like uh, uh, not appropriate to take real life things and try to spin them into stories because that's an, an implication that the real life nature of it 
is not dangerous or something like that? Like, why wouldn't they spin that? I mean, they've got writers, yeah. like, literally in the building at every... I mean, we've had this conversation also, yeah. like, what what could have been done better, what should have been done, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if it's me, and you have a certain situation where a performer cannot go because of, you know, uh, injury or, or abuse or yeah. what have you, like... You spin that man like that. That's yeah, no, that's storytelling. The, the the writing itself. The wrestler wasn't hurt though. But why did this he... was the plan? What this was the story they wrote. They said in a Hell in a Cell the same structure uh-huh. that a decade ago Mick Foley was thrown off the top of. Sure, stretch it out, fought his way back up, climbed up that motherfucker. Then in real life, accidentally goes to the top of it. And crashes down. He had a hole in his face that he was trying to put his tongue through. So it looks like he's smiling. This guy legitimately almost died in a hell in the cell. Mick Foley, yeah. Mick Foley. A decade later, a guy wearing a, a super villain mask who does this gimmick where he can control the lights like The Undertaker. The ref said, no, it's Seth Rollins, the current champ, went too far. It's they're, they're, they don't know how to tell compelling stories. Mm. And that's that's I, it literally ruined my week almost. <laughs> it was so poorly done. It's watching the it was watching Justice League for me. Like, wow. except imagine if Justice League for 70 minutes was awesome. I wish. Imagine if it was the third in a in a series and then it falls off. Imagine you watched A New Hope, you watched Empire, <laughs> then you watched fucking Phantom Menace. It was atrocious, but you, the, if nothing, I'm not a gullible tool. I bought well, I bought the new 52. I bought these new X-Men comics. I'm, I'm on board if you give me a reason to get on board. Right. So Fox just paid WWE a billion dollars to run SmackDown. So now SmackDown got completely redone. Did you say a billion? A billion a dollars B? over X amount of years, uh-huh. but a billion dollar deal. Wow. They got to bring uh, Friday Night SmackDown um, live on Fox. Okay. This whole push, they have all sorts of. St- it's going to be sports centric. Ironically, literally the thing AEW has talked about for the six months leading to their their launch, mm. they were going to be more centric, uh, sports centric. Meaning, keep meaning what? Stats. AEW oh, okay. keeps win loss records. Uh, it's a, literally you and I created AEW twenty years ago. What the hell, man? It's a Tony Khan who owns. I, I think he owns the Jaguars. Him and his dad own the Jaguars. Uh-huh. Uh, he's the guy. He's the money behind it. He's executive uh, president. Executive. Right. Uh, yeah, ex- uh, I think he's the president rather. Um, so they're barring this kind of idea, kind of, but it's on Fox where fucking football is. Sure. So they announce a draft. The Raw superstars and the SmackDown superstars are going to be different. Do you know the way that they did this they've draft? They've done that before, they, though. They've, they've done a few different it. drafts. Right. But this last time, because USA uh, was worried about their Monday ratings, people would go back and forth. Right. So they, they did certain, a draft. They did draft like four wrestlers. months ago. It was okay. recent. So now they're doing another draft. John, wh- you've seen drafts before. Sure. Uh, a lot of times it's these young uh, these young kids from college. Sure. Their well, dreams the are coming true. Yeah. The number one is important, and you get to see them. Do you know what, how they presented this? The, this world where you I can— I do not. This world where you can create any reality you want because right. it's, it's pro wrestling. It's phony. So you can do whatever you want. You could have fucking aliens on the show if you wanted. Huh. They had two boardrooms with anonymous people, one half allegedly the Fox, one half allegedly USA. Okay. Crunching numbers on laptops and sure. calling. Alleg- like a draft board. That's what it's supposed to be. Oddly enough, the Fox room had the robot, the football robot, uh-huh. was also in there, which sure. I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because they're interacting with him. His, his name's Steve. I don't I don't love the Fox robot is living and <laughs> CG and no one's acknowledging it. Uh, um Stephanie McMahon came out. Okay. And would just read off the list. Five at a time. Oh, that's terrible. S- uh SmackDown uh drafted for its number one overall. Uh Seth Rollins. Oh, that's terrible. Uh and then they'd cut back to the room and they'd be like, Yeah, 
Wow, that's really bad. On- Honestly, you know what that that's what that sounds like? That sounds like just a thrown together like uh, It was their second Fox episode. We we had this whole great, you know, grand plan that we're going to do this and we're going to, you know, uh, as as each wrestler is drafted onto our particular show, they're going to they're going to jump out of an airplane and parachute into the arena and land right in the ring. Like th- th- that sounds like whatever grandiose plans they had just went up in smoke because of weather or something along those years lines. Years so ago? Like, mm, we'll just read it off a list. Years ago when they didn't have commissioners, it was like anonymous commissioners kind of. Yeah. They had on the Titantron like a, like a, a Jeopardy, not a Jeopardy, like a Wheel of Fortune wheel. Like a boom, 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 boom. With their faces. Right. And it would be like, Raw's first draft, AJ Styles, his music would hit. He would come out. Yeah. Someone would hand him like the t-shirt of the brand. He'd put it on. And as the night progressed, yeah, you're like, fun. there was at least excitement. It was a lady, an older lady, Oof. reading a list, John. And this is my favorite part. WB.com, they, they had the most con- convoluted rules because it's over two nights. Monday night was the second part. Just as poorly done. They presented it. They presented these lists. Uh, WB.com listed the people who were eligible for draft. There's like 75 people that are el- on the rosters. Oh, so, so, so they some wrestlers were protected, this so to speak, 35 for the brand. are the only 35 that can be drafted for these first 15 spots, let's say. That doesn't even make any sense. The list they put on WB.com was in draft order. No, you got to be kidding me. Like the first eight. It oh, was like terrible. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, and that was the order they were drafted. Well, in. well, and again, just for for the listeners, this just to confirm, we do not know what each other are going to what are what the topics are. So, so as as Charlie was uh, going on about this, I I kind of looked up some of the stats to familiarize myself Friday Night SmackDown ratings dropped a whopping 25% for the show's second week on Fox. And just like headline reading, you know, um, perusing, uh, you know, now you know why. Because that sounds just awful. Like, what? Well, the, so the first match was thrown out because The Fiend showed up. Who the Fiend's now on SmackDown. I think Seth Rollins is on Raw. So that feud's over. Um, yeah, for anybody who doesn't follow, Seth Rollins is a huge name. But they, I mean, they've spent the last year ruining him too. This is a guy who was over like you read about. But I don't. It's just as like I reviewed the. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even sure how how compelling my. My annoyed level is well. No, I, mean, I don't clearly, understand how you screw up story. And clearly, you're... how do you screw up story like this? That's that's the question. But what story? Like it's it's not even. It's a, like a gimmick day. It's not even a cohesive, st- like arc that's going on. It, you know what? It, what it really seems like to me, it seems like you have. All right. Oh, and just just to kind of to bring it bring it back to to comic book. Yeah, the center, uh, center. Uh, what it what it really feels like is with the Marvel uh, situation distribution wise, how you have the Avengers and and kind of like that 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 group, like oh, you know, that's your seventy five percenters. But then you have Spider Man and all his affiliate yeah. characters over here, who is wildly popular. And then you have the X Men. And, you know, and, and Fantastic Four and Doc Doom and, you know, a lot of other characters that people, fans, freaking really care about, you know, over here on this, you know, this third island, so to speak. And even though they do belong cohesively together and you do get drib drabs kind of crossing over, you know, some of those divides of open water, um, what's going on on each one of those particular islands is just an absolute fucking carnival show, you know, where where everybody seems to be going in different directions and not necessarily all moving in the same direction on their own particular island. Um, that that really seems to be like what's going on I with WWE. Don't, I just I, don't I, understand how, how you don't step back and punt. DC did it with their movie universe. They said, nope, 
Everyone, stop what you're doing. Yeah. Just be good on your own. Well, we'll worry about talks. everything else. Right? And that's how we got Joker. That's why I have this new Suicide Squad, which is hopefully going to be cool. These new ex- these new things they're trying. How does a, a, a company that gets a billion dollars drop the ball in the second episode? How, how about this? And understand. again, literally, I'm literally hearing this topic for the first time, just like everybody else. And just kind of perusing some headlines to catch up a little bit. Uh, so here you're telling me that they're now, for the millionth time, drafting rosters and, you know, kind of like building excitement and this, that, and the other thing. How about this? How about you have a situation where the particular brand is making their picks? Forget about, like, protecting protecting picks or anything like that because it's not an expansion draft. You know, and this is what I'm talking about when they're, like, the lines get blurry. So you have a sports themed you know involvement but you only have protected picks like that uh in a rule five draft you know in in baseball or in an expansion draft they're not there's not a new uh iteration uh for wwe coming out where now they have to fill those rosters up they're just reshuffling the deck so to speak so you can't say okay well everybody else these five wrestlers are still going to be on their programs so don't you don't have to wor- change the nights that you watch or anything like that. R- regardless, regardless. Um, so just perusing headlines, there was a legitimate brand new signing for WWE, and that's freaking Kane Velasquez. Yep. Which is a it's a big fucking deal. Yep. In a world where Brock Lesnar is like. He just decides he wants to come back, and when he comes back, he's going to be champion because nobody can earthly beat him. Hey, guess what? Here's a little dose of reality for you in a scripted world. How fucking perfect would that be? So you have Charlie's running you know, Raw, and John's running SmackDown, and Charlie makes a big deal. Woo, for my first pick. Yeah, I'm taking Brock Lesnar, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that, and I'm going to step up to the podium as if there was one. I'm like, all right, well, you know what, then, um, for your program, I see what you're going to do, and and you know what, maybe you have a situation where they're champions to fight each other so that the be- so each, pro- each program doesn't have a version of the belt where they run into the same problem where like boxing has right now. There's 52 belts. Tell me who the heavyweight champion is. I don't know. There's eight of them. So instead of having a situation like that, where you, the the one belt or another only exists on one program or another, and they've got to fight for the right to contend for it. You could have that in wrestling. (laughs) So when you take Brock Lesnar, I'm going to step up and I'll say, you know who my first pick is? Cain Velasquez. And all of a sudden, now you have like a pop moment, it would and be, then he you, shows you up. You wrote that in eleven seconds. Yes, yes. I am also willing to go work for you, WWE. But as, I'm as, I come cheap. I sell easily. I'll go work for whoever. That would have been such an awesome moment. But, but also, Look, and, you and, lose and nothing. Reality, well, you don't because you only wrestling, gain from like, that. Like wrestling insiders are like, oh. You know Cain Velasquez is signing with WWE, but you know what? You do whatever you have to do. You pretend like it's a Marvel Marvel movie where somebody's going to die, and you do not let anything leak. You button it down tight as to which program he's going to go to, and you make that the moment. Yeah, everybody who even has ever watched wrestling for five minutes knows that Cain Velasquez is going, but literally, legitimately, nobody knows what show he's going to end up on. That's a moment. That's You're now forcing <coughs> viewers to show up for that episode. It's you know, also, to, to it's, it, it turn would also on, be tune this, it in. this amazing thing where they have, a, they have a set of pay-per-views coming up. One in Saudi Arabia. I'm not going to watch it because they no, can go fuck, fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, but then they have a pay-per-view called Survivor Series. So if the point of the draft was to lead to this blowout, what if all the belts could go anywhere? What about that's time? No, but fuck this. What, <laughs> what if what if all the belts could go anywhere and it was going to all you have to do is make up characters. This is the senior vice president for talent relations for USA. Here's the equivalent of Fox. Hire two actors to stand at podiums. I mean, they're all actors. It's it's ah! all right. Let's let's wrap it up before you burst the blood vessel. 
I just can't believe storytelling can be that bad. Yeah, I mean, look. So it's worse than the worst comic ever. It's worse than look, Blade you, 3. You, I challenge it's, you it's to go out the there fantastic. and go any place of business and find people who are not just bad at their jobs. There are people who are bad at their jobs. I don't understand it either. Why these people have the business cards and titles that they have in their pockets, they 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 could just do organizationally, they could just do so much better. Hell in the cell ruined my weekend. Uh <laughs> Friday night smackdown may have ruined my life. Yeah, wow. Uh you know what it does though? Makes me not care. Hey, y- you know what they say, Charles. That's what it made me do. As iron sharpens iron, uh-huh. people sharpen each other. Well, well, let's get sharp. Uh, <laughs> for my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics, you can Damn find straight. him on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter machine, at U.S. Comics HQ. I am the COO. Step aside, Triple H, you mother Hubbard. <laughs> uh, help. Can you help them write, by the way? No, you can only make yourself champ. Screw Just you two, come Hunter. get us. We'll help. <coughs> help us. Help you. I don't even. We, we, we consultants. I'll work at each place for a day. A week. Well, I mean, clearly I only needed 12 seconds to fix their shitty show. Literally fly I, us. Yeah, just like hey, for the hey, day. Hey, what's your problem? Wolverines and all the books? Have them be in one. <laughs> Who's next? No, Superman's just, not just over. Line them up. Write good Superman just stories. Line them up. Line them up. It'll be like free, uh, free tax advice day. Uh, when the, when everybody just shows up to the uh, cafeteria, and there's like hey, next, next, yeah. next. My God, I can fix that Hellboy movie too. Just let me. Oof. Just so let can me. I. More we'll garbage can. More Mila Jovovich. <laughs> just she's like 63 and still hot as hell. She's, she's doing together. well. Yeah. It's a little ins. It's the famil- formaldehyde pumping through her veins. God bless. I her. think she's actually that weird little alien. It's possible from Fifth Element. It's possible. Well, she is method. <laughs> she she traveled to space and became an alien. <laughs> For my brother, I am his brother. I already did the outro. <laughs> U.S. Comics HQ. We'll see you next Comic Book Day. Peace. How many people want to kick some ass? I used to be a nerd. Grew up in the suburbs. Nothing there ever went wrong I made it up in this song I talk about the hood I say stuff like it's all good Tell people I'm down with all the cool kids downtown When I've never even been there How many people wanna kick some